Hi guys, and welcome back to another episode of Small Fry. I hope you guys had an absolutely amazing Christmas. I know I did. <laughs> so, I don't know, it was just like totally above and beyond everything that I thought it was going to be. This is my first Christmas, like, without my immediate family, like, ever. <laughs> so, 21st year, I thought I was going to be totally by myself in an apartment. I was like, I'll just like turn on Christmas music and I'll be totally fine. I'll be totally fine. And then Christmas was nearing and I was like, yeah, that does not sound like fun. So thankfully, my uncle invited me to come to his place um, and spend time with his family. Uh, and it's just like a couple hours away. So that was an adventure. Okay, get this. So I get to the airport Christmas morning. It's like 630 in the morning. And the security guard is like, hey, can I, like, he takes my, you know, driver's license. And then he's like, okay, can you take your mask off? And I take it off. And he just looks at my card and then looks at me and goes, nice. And I was like, I, I don't know what to do with that exactly. Um, yeah. Oh, my goodness. It's hot. Sorry. That's going to be super annoying to, to edit out. But I made some really good hot chocolate. So I'm going to be sipping throughout this episode. But. I'll edit it out for you guys so you don't have to hear me slurping. Also, I hope that you can't hear my refrigerator. It's like gurgling in the background. It needs a lot of attention. So it's constantly like clicking or banging. And right now it's just kind of like cooing at me. So I hope you can't hear that because my refrigerator is just an only child. <laughs> now he's squawking. I kind of hope you can hear. I hope... Let me go check and make sure that the door is closed. Okay, it's not as loud anymore. Mercy. Anyway, so my uncle has one of those self-driving cars, and honestly, I'm not totally sure how I feel about it. Like, it's kind of like when my dad used to order pizza, and he wouldn't have his hands on the wheel, except this time it was supposed to be safer but I wasn't too sure about it. Listen, I don't even want to get laughing gas at the dentist. So, because I want to like be in control of myself at all times. So do you really think I'm going to sign up for, honestly, I climbed into it and he was telling me about it. And I was like, wait, they've made these? I was, I was like, I wasn't even aware that self-driving cars were actually a thing yet. I, um, okay, well, I still thought this was another 20 years in the future. This is how absolutely not up to current events I am. I'm just really tired of the whole thing. So I went to my uncle's house and they have a very interesting neighbor. Um, he told me I should join a band. <laughs> I was like, look at me. Do I look like a band member? No. Granted, I did tell him that I play ukulele, and he said I should join, like, a ukulele band, which I, I feel like that's just even worse than a plain old band. Like, who, who wants to be on that? Not me. That's who. And, man, this guy, he was absolutely great. So, like, he kept telling us totally random stories, and every single country that we mentioned, he would go, oh, the women, the women are beautiful. And then, you know, we'd mentioned Venezuelan. He's like, oh, Venez Venezuelan women, beautiful. Kept going, like, literally every country. Also, additionally, he would be like, yeah, I once dated someone from there. Yeah, I once dated someone from there. Yeah, I, I was like, 
Wow, that's pretty impressive. Also, I'm like the worst homebody in the world. My aunt and uncle were so sweet, trying to like take me out places. And I would come back home and be like, honestly, I could just go for a hot chocolate and a movie night. <laughs> like, I am the biggest bump on a log you've ever met. That's not totally true. We went like walking on the coast. That was fun. Stuff like that. Yeah, but I hope you guys had a great Christmas, a safe Christmas. When I got to the airport, again, it was like 6 in the morning, so there was no one else there. So when all else fails, and I cannot adult, I usually look on the perimeter for the nearest adult or adult-looking thing. And at 6 in the morning, on Christmas morning, there was no one. So I'm in this parking deck, and I don't know how to get out. Honestly, it wasn't even a parking deck. It was just a parking lot. So to my left, it looks like there's a terminal, but there's also a giant fence. But there's a Starbucks. So I think, all right, well, Starbucks is usually a good place to go, so I'll just kind of head towards that sign. Then I had the bright idea. I, you know, asked Siri. I was like, Siri, where is the airport? So she gives me directions. And I start walking, 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 walking. And I just have, like, you know, nightmares about being one of those people who are running through the airport on Christmas Day. And then they miss their flight and they're like, but it's Christmas. I have to be with my family on Christmas. And I was just imagining me being on in that scene and I don't have the cool, like, tan New Yorker coat that the lady in Home Alone has, so I didn't feel prepared for this jog through the airport. But anyway, I get over there and there's a giant sign that says no pedestrians permitted. And, I mean, in order to get over there, you'd have to climb the fence anyway. So I just look at my phone. I'm like, of what value are you? And I literally, I freaked out. So what did I do? I called my mother. Christmas Day, I am 21 years old. I call my mom and I'm like, help. I cannot get out of this parking lot. And of course, mom's like, are there signs? I'm like, there are literally, there are no signs. So I just kind of start walking around. I'm like, you know what? I, I bet I am like the furthest place away. I was in like the bottom left corner of the parking lot. I bet the exit is at the top right. Sure enough, I get there and there is something that looks kind of like a road, but also not. So I'm like, mom, do I walk on this? I don't know what it means. And then finally, thankfully, there was like an arrow that said, you know, to all terminals. So I just kept walking and then walking and walking and walking. Eight minute, eight minute walk later. That's what happens when you don't pay, you know, a, a thousand bucks for a valet. Yes, I was a little salty. And then I had time to spare, and I was that person who was there, like, 30 minutes before my flight. And you know I was at the low of the low because I downloaded a crossword puzzle. Which, okay, that's super embarrassing. I'm a word nerd. Okay, still, I do. I, I admit it. I love word puzzles. I do. I can't help myself. It's just... I don't know. There's something about it. But yeah, so then I was the person sitting at the airport hoping that someone would run by me yelling, It's Christmas! I have to get with, to my family on Christmas! 
but it wasn't like snowing or anything. There weren't any delays because who flies out on Christmas Day? And I, I, I kept waiting. And then I got hungry. I don't know. I, I woke up and I was like, it's five in the morning. I am not hungry. I'm going to be fine. Get to the airport. Starving. Absolutely starving. And it's Christmas Day. So I start walking to the newsstand. Boom. Closed. Is locked up like Alcatraz. There's those silver like garage door looking things with the chains and the bars. Can't get in there. There's not even a Chick-fil-A in this airport, which, come on, it's like, it's in Hollywood. You would think a Hollywood airport has a Chick-fil-A. What in the world? The only thing that they have is Wolfgang Puck and a whole lot of liquor. <laughs> so, I, again, I guess I was still on the phone with my mom. Did not call her again, but I was like, Mom, I'm starving. And they only have Wolfgang Puck's kitchen and a roast beef sandwich is like $18. And it, you know, comes with a free beer, you know. So finally I found, like, next to the Wolfgang Puck, there was, like, this little, I don't know, not a vending machine, but, you know, it had, like, some stuff. That stuff had never looked so good before. I was choosing between a granola parfait and an egg and avocado croissant sandwich. And there were no prices on them, and I was like, this is not good. So thankfully I went over to the guy, talked to him, and because I talked to him, he gave me insider information that the sandwiches come with a pack of um, chips, which I don't mean to sound all, not sacrilegious, I don't mean to sound all bougie on you, but I don't usually eat potato chips, but it's 6.30 in the morning, haven't eaten, almost missed my flight by an hour, no. <laughs> After all that, I was starving. And the more you look at that egg and cheese croissant, the more it looks like it's worth $8. So I got it, went up to the cash register, and yes, it, it was $8. I guess it could have been worse, but eight bucks is a lot. That's twice, that's twice like how much a Chick-fil-A sandwich is. And I just bit my tongue, went back to my seat, and man, I, I ate up that croissant, and I was still watching for that person running through the airport at break speed, but they never came. I was really, really hoping that there would be someone who was super obnoxious. But anyway, yep, so got on the flight. The whole time I was just like trying to remember what my dad had done when we'd gone to the airport because listen, I usually had my nose stuck in a book growing up and uh, other than that, I just don't generally pay attention to this stuff. So all of a sudden, I find myself in Los Angeles. I have to get on an airplane. So I'm trying to figure out what in the world to do. And again, watching all the adults around me, I walked past the checked bags section. I was like, I, I, I don't need this. I don't. I do not. I'm like, it's all about confidence. If you have only a carry-on, then you do not need to check a bag in. And then I walk up to security. And meanwhile, I'm like checking around me to see if people have like just one bag and and they, it doesn't have one of those tags that says it's checked and they don't so whew, I'm good you know I'm also I was just thinking I am so glad that I've been to an airport before because the TSA guards were like totally done I mean it was six in the morning but they were already done I don't honestly blame them but like they were not giving me any direction like they just you know waved me through and then uh, they scanned me or whatever and then they just kind of left me to 
I, I wouldn't have known where my shoes went if they if I had never been like flying before. All right, guys, now we are going to move on to the segment of the show called Cutesy Words I Hate. I wish I had a little song, but I do not. But it would have been a good song. There's also going to be some words that are not cutesy because I just have to get them off my chest. So, first off, in the non-cutesy category, loofah. That is the worst word I have ever heard. Loofah. When I was little, I remember reading it in a book. So, I... It's weird. I have a lot of memories of certain books being my first young adult book, and I honestly do not know exactly which book was my first young adult book. But I remember going to Crossway one year with my great-grandmother, who always bought Amish books at Crossway. So she's standing there, and I see the sale rack, which to any child or young single woman is basically heaven. So I walk over there, and there is a book that is on sale for $5. And it says that this special price is so that you can get into the series, because it's just too good to miss out on. False. Anyway, so I buy it. And this is, oh my goodness, this book changed my life. I kid you guys not. It was called Between You and Me by Jenny B. Jones. And because of that book, I am funny. I kid you not, and I try not to say that um, pridefully, but no, seriously, I think it's just so funny. Literally, I would read that book and study it, and I use some of the funny things. I would literally read that book and take notes. I feel like I got rid of it, and I'm actually really, really upset with myself. I always do this. I always get rid of stuff, and then two days later, I'm like, I wanted that. I literally wanted that, and I have not touched it in years. I probably have not touched that book since I was 16 or 17, but now suddenly I want it, and I want to read it, and I want to look back on it. Anyway, I would even use some of the jokes that were in there in the lines. And based on that, I was very strategic about this whole thing. I would see what made people laugh, what didn't, how you, you know, intonate things, how you have, you know, strategic pauses to make things funnier. I forget why I'm even talking about this. What? What am I doing? Oh yeah, backtrack. So anyway, this book had the word loofah in it. And I thought maybe it was like a, a bad teenage word like a naughty teenage word I kid you not and I remember it took me so many months to ask mom what a loofah was and I was so embarrassed and she was like it's just like a bath poof and I was like oh bless because my my young adult book said that (laughs) I just I just I remember very distinctly the switch over from child books to young adult books and I was just like so terrified yet excited because I didn't know what made a young adult book a young adult book. Still don't really know. There's just vampires in it somewhere, some dystopian element. But apparently a young adult book uses grown-up words like loofahs. But anyway, yeah. I just don't like that word. Just call it a poof. Poof is bad enough. But loofah is just, it's a million times worse. I don't even think that's English. There's no way that's English. It sounds like jibber-jabber. I'm sorry, I could go on. Alright, I just found my list of words, and I honestly don't even have as many as I thought I did. But I get very upset about these, so let's go. 
Um, okay. Merch. I'm sorry, guys. That word just bothers me, okay? I had a bad experience with merch anyway. Very bad experience. I, you know, signed up to be the graph designer for my society, and everyone kept telling me that I was, like, they were so excited, I was the best, blah, 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 and I was like, guys, you are, I love you, but you are jinxing me. Sure enough, I absolutely messed the thing up. It was, it was just bad altogether, okay? Like, I don't even know how to describe it. I'm not a numbers person, and they put me in charge of, like, getting all the money and stuff, which I should have, you know, but I, pride, pride, I was just like, yeah, I can do it. Uh, totally messed up the order system. Um, didn't charge enough for the shirts because I forgot the shipping. Um, then the, so the place that we were going to use, we could not afford. So then I had to backtrack and find a different place that was cheaper. Get the shirts. They are, they were cheap. So they were at least two sizes too small in any size. I mean, the small was like a child's 14. It was, it was ridiculous. And yeah, so, and that was our merch. We kept calling that merch. So that maybe that's why I just don't like that word, but I do not like that word. Merchandise. It's, it's merchandise. It's not, merch is a bougie shirt. Merchandise is quality stuff. Um, hubby. Rachel and I have made a pact to never call our significant other hubby. No way it's not happening. Absolutely not. I just, okay, here's my thing. I just feel like women that say hubby are usually showing off. Maybe you say hubby and maybe you do not. Write me and tell me because I will retract my statement. But I just feel like anytime I see the word hubby, it's a woman and with like, and they're wearing like a matching outfit and he's like baking her a chocolate cake live action and she's just like, my hubby. I'm like, there's some of us that do not have a hubby or a hub because we cannot afford a car because we are single and no. But yeah, hubby, mark that off. Can't say it no more. Banned word. Mems. I say mems because it's funny. Actually, a lot of these I say because it's funny and now it's an inside joke. But mems is just the worst. Mems? Come on. All the mems. That's just, that's, I don't know. That's like a sorority move. If you say all the mems, you're talking about a Sunday morning brunch with, you know, cappuccinos and crepes, which honestly, I don't have a problem with. But if it's, if your cappuccino and your crepes were mems, uh-uh, don't want to hear it. Nugs. They're nuggets. N you eat nuggets. Nugs? No. We don't want no nugs here. None of the nugs. Um, I feel like this is a joke, but my sister said the other day she heard someone saying ho-cho instead of hot chocolate. That has to be at the top of the list. I don't want hot chocolate. I don't want, I don't even want, like, hot cocoa. I want hot chocolate. Ho-cho, there is no such thing as ho-cho. If you say ho-cho, that's a huge no-no. 
That's just, no. No ho-cho here. And then finally, pod. Podcast is already a short enough word. Why why call it pod? I, a pod is like a thing in Interstellar they put bodies in and then submerge them in water because they're like in a in a time loop or whatever and the person's going to come back and get them. They put them in a pod. That's a space thing. A podcast is better. The scary thing is the other day I was writing out my grocery shopping list and just for kicks, I wrote, get Starbucks hotel. But I'm allowed to do it. This is the thing. When you know the rules of a language, you are allowed to butcher it. That's what I'm saying. It's like when you know how to hunt, you're allowed to butcher the deer. When you know the English language, which has already been butchered, by the way, you're allowed to thoroughly butcher it. Yeah, when people ask me what my senior thesis was about, I I try to make it sound fancy, but honestly, it was literally just about my love of grammar. It was. I made cards. I made made all the things. It was a full-out party. But anyway, yeah, sometimes I just randomly write down podcast topics, and reading them is just so weird. I literally just wrote down, I hate the word loofah. That That is a topic. I don't know. Before I wanted this podcast to be like totally, you know, unscripted, I just literally talk off the top of my head. But then sometimes I would be talking to people. I'm like, I, I just, I have to talk about this on the podcast because it's just too funny. One of the worst things of my life is, okay, so again, I love grammar. I happen to love language in general. And I'll never forget when I was little, there was this little woman in the neighborhood and she was French and she tried to teach us French. I don't even remember what she looked like. I just remember the animal crackers, okay? She would ask us if we wanted, like, a treat, and she would give us animal crackers. And I don't know. I acted like I was ticked because, seriously, animal crackers are not a treat. But those were really good animal crackers. They were the kind I got in Sunday school. So they were the good kind. Those weren't no cheap animal crackers. Um... Oh, I was going to quote the, I still remember some of the French, like, not articles. Um, il some, elle some, tu some. Um, yeah, that's all I remember. Il some, elle some, vous êtes. I don't know. Anyway, I still, that stuff still remains. But yeah, I remember her going through one day with all my siblings and explaining, you know, what their names were in French. So I have three brothers and one sister. So she goes through Benjamin, Jacob, Zachary, and Rachel. And she gets to me and I say, what's my name? And she goes, Amanda. And I'm like, are, are you kidding me? You literally just changed the A to A. I don't get like a total, like, Rachel gets like Raquel or Rochelle, I can't roll my R's or else I would. And I'm like, I get Amanda? I couldn't believe it. I was in a state of disbelief until my young adult years. And I I looked it up once I had Google. 
and it was true. Russian, Amanda. African, Amanda. Dutch, Amanda. French, Amanda. Canadian, Navajo. Braille, sign language. It's all Amanda. And I will never love that down. I, the person who loves language, am not translated into any language. Amanda. I, I'm sorry. I cannot get over it. That's just so, so lame. But anyway. Yeah, try. Okay, so I, I used to really not like the people that would walk around the grocery store and talk on the phone very loudly. Um, yeah, I'm one of those people now. I'm sorry. I apologize to the whole entire world, but listen. I moved 2,000 miles away from my mommy, and I call her every single day. And if it just so happens I'm going to the grocery store, I'm too bad, Charlene. But I'm going to be, you know, calling my mom over by the jello because that's my time of day to call her. I never knew how long three hours were. I was like, oh, I always thought, you know, like, PST was six hours behind EST, but it's not that bad. No, I get home at like 6.30 at night and by the, it's like 9.30 at home already. I mean, they are well past dinner. Like they are settling in for a long winter's nap. And I'm just, my evenings just started practically. And I forget, I was like, maybe I could join them for Christmas, which I did end up doing because I woke up really early. But I was thinking... Man, if they wake up at like 9 in the morning to start Christmas, that's like 6 my time. Mercy, I'm not waking up that early. 6 is really early in the morning. And I mean, don't even, I, you know, if I wake up at 9, it's already 11 there. Like, they are well into their day. 3 hours is a long time. So yeah, but FaceTiming in a store is probably not the best idea. Next time I need to bring my headphones. I just totally forgot about it, and I was feeling especially, I don't know, non-polite, so I just blasted it. I'm just kidding. I didn't blast it. It was a polite, you know, and, and I made sure I said hi to the cashier because when I worked in fast food, I used to hate when people would drive up to the window and be talking on the phone and just ignore me like I'm not even a person. So, yes, I said hi and thank you and put her on pause and all that good stuff. But yeah, I'd, I used to think I could multitask, but apparently I can't because I was going in circles around the store because I was chatting with my mom. I would grab some kale, go to the next aisle, and by the time I get over to the oat milk, total opposite direction of the store, I'm like, wow, I didn't even come here for this. I came here for eggs, which is on the total opposite side of the store. Ridiculous. Also, I should probably do a podcast episode about things that are different in California from South Carolina, which are numerous there's a myriad of things but um yeah one of those things is that they drive their carts like they drive their cars okay on the highway you know five or six lanes of traffic and they just weave in and out like it's nothing like it's a basket weaving 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 all over the place I mean you gotta keep looking left and right man because if you don't you are not going to see the light of day they're just weaving all over the place. And in the grocery store, it's literally like bumper cars. Like, no one cares about anyone else. I'm coming out, whenever I come out of an aisle, I look left and right like I'm driving because the rules of the road also apply 
in grocery stores. And people will just plow right by me without even looking. I mean, I'm glad I looked left or right. Because this lady, with her six things of soda, nearly ran me over. I was almost steamrolled out of existence. By Shelly from Beverly Hills. Also, everyone looks kind of schlubby, but in a put-together way. I, I told my mom, it's honestly like people in California are like, they're all just messy buns. You know those girls that do the messy bun and it looks effortless, but you know it wasn't because there's 30 bobby pins in there and every hair has been hairsprayed to oblivion? These people are the human version of messy buns. I mean, they got their joggers on, which are technically pajamas, but like, I don't even know. It's absolutely ridiculous. I can't do it. And I mean, over in South Carolina, we wear socks and Birkenstocks because, I don't know, I want to tread lightly because some of my friends do this, but you guys love me, so it's okay. We're dorks. And I, I might wear Birkenstocks and socks, but I'm already a dork, so I can't be a dork squared. So, um, but here they do it and these girls are gorgeous. So they look amazing, but I'm like, you're literally, you are literally wearing a sweatshirt, joggers, socks, and Birkenstocks. And it's like 70 degrees out. I, I don't even know what to say. The matching jogger sets. I'm trying to think of other things. Hoodies are really in also wearing the hood. I can't do that because I'll look like I'm in the hood. Crazy. What are some other things that I've noticed about California? There are no clouds in LA. It's, it's the freakiest thing. In South Carolina, there's like always clouds. And apparently when it rains here, people like think it's the apocalypse and start, I don't know, wearing sackcloth and running around in circles. Seriously, it rained today and my boss was just like staring out the window and like looking at it. And then they were all getting all pumped. And they were like, do you see those clouds? Do you hear the thunder? And I was just like, what? who are you guys? What in the world? Yeah, California is definitely very different from South Carolina. People kept being like, you are in for a culture shock. Next day, you are in for a culture shock. Next day, <laughs> you're in for a culture shock. And I'm like, all right, I, I am... Not shocked at this point when people say I am in for a culture shock. Believe me, I know I am in for a culture shock. South Carolina and California are probably the two most vastly different states. Maybe not, but it's in the top, like, ten. I made a mistake. No, I decided that I'm going to launch the upcoming magazine. Um, I run a magazine in case you guys don't know. Surprise. Um, I'm going to launch it in, like, two days. I was going to do it three days, but that was going to be New Year's Eve, and then I couldn't do the next day because that's New Year's Day, but then it was going to be the weekend, and people don't look at content on the weekend, and I kind of want to publish it anyway soon, so I just went and um, I'm going to publish it in two days, 48 hours. So, <laughs> yeah, 
go me. I always do this where I'm like, I don't know if we'll be ready by then. And then I get to the date that I should have set for the release. And I'm like, yep, I could have released it now, but now I need to do a really good release. So I need to set it for another week, but I don't want to because I'm very impatient. Problems. But anyway, thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of Small Fry. Make sure that you um, follow this podcast on all the places you listen to podcasts. Make sure that you leave a rating and subscribe for more content. I post every Wednesday. Um, And if you follow me on at Small Fry on Instagram, I'll post every time that I publish a new episode. So, you know, you don't have to keep on top of stuff like that because who has time for that? And also, I'll be asking you guys questions because I love including you guys' content on the podcast because you guys are super funny. So... Thanks again, and until next time, stay salty.